Trev said he used to get the porn for the Lolo on LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire had everything, bro. <laughs> bro, LimeWire was the Wild West, bro. You could do whatever bro, over there. For real. Dude. Yeah. It was LimeWire. that Pirate. Remember Pirate Bay? Oh, now yeah. you're getting nasty, nasty. That shit is. I'm about to say, <laughs> LimeWire probably had some shady shit on there, too, now that I think about it. Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Uh, uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable the Yo, yo, yo. Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. What's popping? What's cracking? Uh, we are here. Your hosts that front like they know the most. We got Mook. What's up, Mook? What's good with you? Reem, what's up, baby? So, what's up? Shiz, what's good? You. T on the ones and twos, and, and shout out to Edgar. And also, shout out to our uh, theme song creator, Vanna Black Soul. Uh, you should go check his music out, stream that wherever. He's on all platforms, and he's about to have a young king. He's about to have a baby boy, so blessings to him, and shout out to him. Uh, go check his music out. He's dope. Anyways, what's up, fellas? How's your how's your week, man? How's everybody's week been? Just ask you the hardest question in the world, huh? Now, how's your week been, Reem? That's a lot of reflection, man. There's a lot can happen in a week, you know? A lot did happen this week. Shit can be going on, man. But no, nah, I had a good week so far. I can't complain. I've had a good week. First week back at, at work after a week off, but a solid week. That's nice, man. I'm just trying to let the listeners get a little inside peek at our lives, you know, so they can get to know us a little bit better. You feel me? <laughs> so, Shiz, tell, tell us more about your car troubles. Uh, I don't have any car troubles now. You ready to get out of my... Uh, <laughs> Getting ready to get out of my finance situation. Still, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Ending my uh, vacation on a high. So, feeling pretty good. Don't want to go to work tomorrow, but got to do what oh, I got to yeah, do. We do got work tomorrow. I'm Shiz, have you started state. looking for a car? Yeah, I'm in the process of looking for cars, but um, yeah, I'm just good to get out of this deal. I feel like I'm in a 360 deal right now, just trying to work, you know, trying to get out my contract. <laughs> what kind of car are you trying to get, Shiz? Trying to get a Jeep. He's on his Harden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a fat man suit. You don't even be transporting shit. You don't need no Jeep. <laughs> About to be transporting babies soon. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just a, you know, short term, oh. but like, oh, 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 oh you putting that oh, in the man. air? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Oh, is this a, is this the drop? This release? No, no, this ain't a drop. This ain't a drop. Oh, oh okay. Now I'm saying you putting that you know in the saying? air. Damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Let's now. that into existence. Hey, listen. <laughs> it, it, you know, you know, she gonna hear this and now she gonna be nagging you about when y'all gonna get started. <laughs> Yo, after the wedding, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know? Yeah, right. She gonna get you. We gonna find out. For months from now, she'll be like, yo. <laughs> oh man call y'all like yo gotta start looking at car seats on amazon <laughs> and uh me myself you know i'm just chilling you know chilling in the cut like peroxide i ain't really doing too much ain't doing ain't doing too much at all you know i'm just out here it's just a man of the people so um mm. took a trip i'm out here in va you know <laughs> doing my thing in the dmv 
Uh, but, for, for, you know, for the listeners out there, can 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 you explain uh, the name that uh, you have posted today? For, oh well, last time I went to a very nice establishment called Minx. Um, very very beautiful workers there. Um, they really do their job. Um, oh, they're they're great at performing. Um, so I had a wonderful time there. Definitely worth my money. So uh, a young a young woman met there. Uh, hope to reconnect with her again at some point, but you never know with these things. You want to give her a shout out? No, no shout outs. No shout outs? Okay. No. Y'all ain't there yet? Cool. She don't deserve that yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's get it started, yo. Um, Invincible. Invincible episode seven. Uh, spoiler alert for Invincible season. So what do y'all think about Invincible episode seven? Actually, let's go with the... Uh, how did the episode go first? Like, let's go with the synopsis, a quick synopsis. Anybody can start with that. So I thought, like, I thought the beginning was actually going to start a lot more intense than it did because it starts off with uh, Debbie and, uh, confronting Nolan about the suit and everything. Um, and I thought right then, like, I was like, maybe Omni-Man, like, is about to do some shit and just fuck her up. And I was kind of worried. Mm-hmm. But... um that was like a really intense start for me. But so, you know, starts off with just kicking him out of the house and you just kind of like, I've been just wondering when are we finally going to get to figure out what's going on in his head? Like what's happened? Is it mind control? Is he just not like these dudes? Is he just like not from, uh, what's the planning he's from? Uh, Viltrumite. Viltrumite. No, I'm telling you, he's lying about what, what Viltrumites do. Mm, you think that's what it is? I think they come to take over. I don't think they come to protect. Hmm. It sounded that sounded more and more like a possibility, especially at the but end of this. It episode. might be more nuanced than that because he says because he keeps saying I have a responsibility, mm-hmm. right? So I think it definitely has to do with Viltrumite, but I don't know what exactly that responsibility is. But my bad, go ahead, Kareem. No, you're good. You're good. I yeah, that's obviously the thing that we're all kind of thinking about is like what what's actually going to happen with him. But so that was kind of like how they just jump us right into it, and then Mark, my man, Mark, he's he's having a tough time in the love life, right? uh yo when he when he went so like they're they're going back from the um, the the college campus right they come back from the college visit where his friends you know is driving them home they have to deal with uh the repercussions of that robotic uh fight scene robotic creator cyborg yeah yeah um so amber's pissed at him amber's basically broken up with him at this point it's like we're done Mark's upset because he doesn't know how to deal with this, but he want he's been thinking about telling her, but doesn't really want to tell her because of what uh what he thinks might happen, you know, the risk with that. But I just found it funny that how they get home, Mark shows up at her apartment or at her house and is like, you know, I, I am invincible and expects it just to be fine like that, like like that's gonna solve everything. And she was just like, no, no, that's that's not how this works. That's not how it is. But she says she knew for weeks, which was like confusing to me because she said, like, where'd you go? When they're during that she entire fight scene on campus. She was right. like, so imagine knowing go? someone's lying and you give them multiple chances. Yeah, to it's tell true. The truth. That's true. That's true. And they keep lying to your face. That's mm-hmm. true. And you keep trying to give them an out. Yeah, that's true. I thought it was funny when his friend was like, oh, shit. Smart. He was like, "Go." <laughs> right. but, yeah, I yeah, I think something. Did, my f- feeling is that something's still going to happen with them. They're going to kind of figure something out in this last episode, or there's going to be some big drama related to her showing up when Mark's like in the middle of a fight or something, and she gets put in danger. I don't know. Mm. 
Now are there three more episodes? There, one is more. There, there's one more? I believe so. I think there's eight. Damn. I thought it was ten this whole time. Me too. No, I think Amazon Prime says so eight. So then after that, more. the robot, um, we we find out about the robot situation. Yeah, my man <laughs> iRobot wants to be a real boy. You know, it's a Pinocchio situation, but a lot more gruesome. I like the Frankenstein references that they, they put in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mahler twins, they're they're pretty funny, man. Those two, those two uh clones that keep asking who's real and who's not. Mm-hmm. Uh so they want so the whole thing with the robot guy this whole season, he's been trying to collect resources and build himself a body because he wants to be with Monster Girl, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, but then uh so he gets the body, he looks like a little Rex. Um <laughs> And Rex is freaked out by that too. Rex is pretty funny. Again, Jason Mansuk is from uh who's Rafi in the league. He's also in he's in a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, but then while that's happening, Omni Man is just going on a rampage. Um, and it's a race to find Mark uh between Cecil and the government and Omni Man. But before Omni Man goes and finds Mark, he tears up the whole house, the whole neighborhood. And he breaks, he breaks dude's spine. Who's like, thank you for my service, or thank you for the service. He said it was, was an honor, honor to sir. serve. Yeah. The way yeah. he grabbed his spine through his back, yo. through his skin, like <laughs> just like holding on to that shit. Like, yo, that was wild, bro. And even before that, yo, he had like they had the the secret service, like agents, whatever agents, that are yeah. invis- invisible. And he just like stopped in the house and just kind of looked, and then just put his face and just palmed some dude's head and just crushed it. Yeah. Like that, but yeah, at that, that point, wild. at that point, you see that happen to like one of your homies. You just gonna shoot that dude? Yeah, like he did that <laughs> shit. You think your bullets are affecting this? Right, he's eating them. <laughs> and homegirl, the though, is like if Mark. Mark is half Viltrumite. He's not even full Viltrumite. Why do they think Mark has a chance? Yeah, Mark has only got his ass whooped at every all point, the time at, at every the, juncture yeah. in this, in this <laughs> college <year. laughs> campus. He got his ass beat. <laughs> But that girl gave up the the hideout situation though. Right, <laughs> she crawling back to the hideout. Back. back to the yeah. <laughs> He just looks up like, oh, that's where y'all been at. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense though, because he can hear shit. You can't hear these guys spying on you, and they're right across the street. But you can hear. Does he have super hearing? I've been trying to figure that out. Because I thought in the last episode he could hear. Um, Debbie and his tailor having a conversation. About, oh yeah, he could hear that. So could he hear that? Or was he just out like outside? He knew she was I in thought, there. I thought he could hear it. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. It would seem that way. Yeah. But you know that could have been a a lapse in writing. But I was just like, how does? Yeah, he I'm not-, not sure if he has super hearing because he'd be able to find people a lot more quicker. That's true. Yeah, that's I think true. he's kind of knew they that she was in there, but. I thought it was kind of interesting to go back to like the Mahler twins and the clone thing is they kind of explained the the whole clone. Like, so, you know, they've cloned themselves, what, like two or so times since this started. Mm-hmm. And they explained like why they never know who's the real clone. Yeah. Because like that always ends in uh, kind of like disaster. Like the, the real person wants to only be the only cop, like the only copy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why they always kind of like, I'm the real, I'm the real one. Yeah. And they kind of alluded to that with, um robot and his like little whatever <laughs> body. body or whatever it was yeah. i thought that was funny too where he's like there's something wrong with his cerebral cortex it's a little bit dense he's like you couldn't tell that there was something wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, the, the banter between them is funny bro they, they're funny 
<laughs> so you couldn't tell that there was something abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole explanation of it, like you were saying, D is kind of like weird because it's like, it's is it all for Monster Girl? Like, was he planning this this whole time before he even met Monster Girl, or was it just like just after they met, after they got the new Guardians of uh, what is it, Guardians of the Globe? Guardians of the Globe, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, the we have what's her name, Adam Eve or Adam mm-hmm. Eve come by and she's with Mark too. And uh, Cecil tells her to step back and, and to go back to meet with the guardians of the globe. So now the guardians of the globe are on standby <laughs> uh, to, to hopefully um, not get their ass whooped by Omni-Man, but. Cause then the last resort. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like that's going to go down. Oh, and we also have the Molotent twins revive a mortal man. Oh yeah, just to get hit, just to get hit again too. <laughs> yeah, this I don't know what his not... plan was, but <laughs> and it's that crazy because it goes into scene, his man. like backstory, bro. Again, like you so you see how long he's been alive. Like he's been fighting in different uh, eras of time, but mm-hmm. this dude Omni Man just keeps just coming up and him. fucking him up. <laughs> that is crazy. Yo, at that point, that you just waved the vicious. white flag, bro. Like, you just... You like, just a mortal man, like, if you're going <laughs> to beat him with seven, with six other people... Yeah. You just gonna go, you gonna go for the one-on-one? Right. You, you got your head like ripped rage, off the bro. first time. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's his name? Jorge Masvidal keep trying to fight Usman, man. <laughs> he keep getting binked up, bro. <laughs> so, for him. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that he got like a fist through his stomach is just like, damn, bro. You you feel for him, and yeah, did you see every, slices him. Yeah. Everybody watched everybody's it, reaction to everybody's yeah. just like looking like, oh shit. <laughs> Was it Rex that said, "Oh, we're going up against Omni Man"? Oh shit, or something like that. <laughs> when he found yeah. out what was going on, like I need you guys on standby, and they were trying to figure out why. Mm. Yeah, he said, "Did he say we're gonna fight Omni Man?" <laughs> Yeah, they threw the, the satellite at him. They threw another monster at him. Yo. They juiced up. They threw. Honey Man is dope, bro. He, he's crazy. Yo. Well, at that point, he's you're throwing everything you can at him. Could we and just it's not working? Could we just talk? Could we make a truce? Could we do something? <laughs> what do you need, Omni Man? What do you need? Yeah, Mark's gonna have to go Super Saiyan if he thinks he has a chance of being his dad. Yeah, something's gotta happen because right now. He gets his ass beat all the time. Or they got to call that lion thing back to come deal with Omni Man. Because <laughs> that lion dude whooped out Mark, bro. He yeah. whipped them all out. I think yeah. that's the only one who could piece up Omni Man. You think so? Uh, I think Omni Man's still taking that dub. Yeah, Omni Man doesn't get beat. He just gets tired, bro. Yeah. That's what happens. Like, he just gets tired and rest and just comes back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Like, hold up one second. Time out real quick. I'm gonna beat your ass in one second. <laughs> Just let me catch my breath. Like, hold let on, me take time a out 30 real quick. second. <laughs> let me take a second. And we back at it. Yeah. So briefly, um, to finish this top segment out. So what's everybody's ratings for this episode? Mine's seven out of seven. Yeah. So much happened in 50 too. minutes. Yeah. That was, yeah. was jam packed. Yeah, seven. Yeah, another seven for me too. <laughs> Just by the way that shit ended. Yeah, seven. I feel like there were so many different story storylines, but like just the way they like intertwined and connected, it was just it, the way it ended was cool. Because when dude split at the end, and then he turned to he turned to Mark and he was like, "We need to talk," and then it just ended. I was like, "Yo, this is some baller shit right here. This shit is uh, crazy." 
Trev brings up a good point. He says, do you think people are sleeping on Amazon shows? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You got Invincible, There's a few you got on Amazon them. that I like. I like <laughs> Hannah. I like The Boys. I like, obviously, Invincible. There's a few. Yeah, people are sleeping on I started on. watching um, Jack Ryan, uh, Tom Clancy, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the one with... Um, the dude from Jim. the office. Yeah, thank you. I it's based on his name. But yeah, I think that's pretty good. I just finished season one. Mm. Yeah, Amazon's got some shows for sure. Who has more who has better original content? Amazon or Netflix, in your opinion? Original content? Yeah. Um it's a good question, Mook. So are we talking just Netflix originals versus uh Amazon originals? Yeah, Amazon originals. There's not enough Amazon originals yet. I'm gonna go with Netflix. Do you do you yeah. feel like I'm just talking about in, in in a general sense, not like as in like obviously because Netflix does have more, but I'm talking about like based off of what we have from each company, which one do you think puts out better content as of, a whole? Of late, Amazon Prime is killing it. Yeah. Recently, I would say, Netflix is is lacking in content in my but opinion. Netflix, I feel like Netflix is outsourcing a lot of foreign shows now, which is Depending on the show is kind of it's kind of boring, to be honest with you. But even I feel like, we're talking about their their content that they make for their own though, like yeah. they haven't made a good since Narcos. Even Narcos fell off. That's since, true. Honestly, season the two, first... season one, season two. Yeah, after they Stranger Things. <laughs> depending on who you talk to, people are over Stranger Things. The Oops, issue with Netflix is they're they're putting their they're putting their hands in too many different things. You know, they've got yeah. they're trying to do too much and they're not focusing on any one one series. Yeah. See how this Rashawn's favorite show coming out, Jupiter Legacy, whatever it's gonna be. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our uh, what was that? What podcast episode was that? I, I definitely talked shit about that show. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's when we, find right it. before we started it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that concludes our segment on Invincible. I can't stay well, 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 back again with our famous segment. What's in your Serato? You ain't got no Yeezy. Uh, before we kick off this segment, though, I do want to uh, give space and honor Shock G. Uh, and I just want to read this little blurb from the ringer.com. Uh, Shock G is a uh, pioneer in hip hop and uh, he passed away. And uh, the ringer reads Shock G's passing marks the third loss of a 90s hip hop icon in less than two weeks following the deaths of DMX and Black Rob. Each represents a staggering loss. Each were icons behind some of the decade's biggest songs. Shock's death feels particularly gutting because of how singular his work felt. He created a legendary alter ego, but never let it consume him. Um, for those who don't know, he was um, Mr. Humpty, you know, the Humpty Dance in Digital Underground. Um, so he was deeply comedic, but never someone to laugh at. He blended the sacred and the profane in a f- in a way few in hip-hop, few in any genre really ever had. He altered the course of the Bay Area hip-hop and hip-hop as a whole, given his work with Tupac. But his influence today is more felt than readily seen. In the past three decades, many groups have openly borrowed from Public Enemy and De La Soul to varying degrees of success. Few have done so with Shock G and Digital Underground. In a way, it's fitting and it's hard to imagine any succeeding had they tried. So Shock G is another person who I would say he's kind of a hidden figure, um, especially for people in our generation. Uh, but again, he, he has had an impact um, by doing that uh, dance party, uh, good vibe, but still gritty and grimy hip hop. Um, again, he ushered in Tupac 
uh, with Digital Underground. Tupac used to be a backup dancer, and then um, eventually he started rhyming, and then uh, Tupac broke, and and then they still remained a connection. So, um, and the Humpty Dance is one of my favorite dances ever in hip hop. So, just wanted to give a shout out to Shock G. May he rest in peace, along with the other two gentlemen we named DMX and Black Rob. So to move on to what is in our Serato, uh, during quarantine, man, uh, there's been a a blockage or almost a halt, a stop in uh, music, you know, which people can't tour, so they're not putting out music. But in an ideal world or in a world where, the, where stuff opens up again, who are some of the artists that you guys want to hear albums from? Um, I can go first. Uh, one of the people I've been, we've, I think we've all kind of been waiting for is uh, Drake's album, obviously, because he's going through his, uh, his own stuff. But um, I've been kind of, ex- I don't know if I'm excited to hear, but like, you know, usually around this time period every year, you're kind of waiting for a Drake album. So I guess I'm kind of looking for that. I'm also looking for how Travis is going to really follow up Astroworld. Um, I'm kind of excited to hear if he comes out with a, another album too, just because, you know, Astroworld was such a, a big thing that you kind of want to see how he's going to um, follow that up. Mm. I, I'm surprised to hear Astroworld from Mook. I would have thought Rashawn would have said that. <laughs> no, I, I, beat him too. I second that. <laughs> Is that it? Just Travis for you, Rashawn? Nah, I want to see uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Aren't they coming out with an album together? So Sonic. Like- Silk Sonic, I'm in the mood for some, and we all know Bruno Mars, he just brings back that like early 80s vibe of music. And I, I just, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just in a, in that mood. I feel like we're missing that. And it's just good just to have someone bring that back. And I know he's getting a lot of flack from certain people for bringing back that type of music, but that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that music just like that kind of stuff just brings people together. Like that gets people hyped and everybody starts talking about it. Like that that's needed. It's kind of like a Drake album is needed because like it just gets people talking. It gets people like discussing music again. I'm looking for and I have no idea if it's even in the works, but I'm looking for a Frank Ocean project right now. Mm-hmm. I need need something since since Blonde in 2016. I could use some Frank. Could definitely go with some Drake. I go for some Khaled. I've been listening to some more Khaled lately. Get out of town. Get the yeah. fuck out of nah. here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Serious? Get I'm out of town, bro. <laughs> you know, what? 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 Let's go Khaled, bro. Khaled sound you talking about DJ Khaled? <laughs> Stop. No, not DJ Khaled. The fuck? We the Come best? On. Nah, I'm talking... Are you talking about the, the R&B singer? The, the He's real about Khaled. Khaled. No, yeah, that, that R&B singer. I thought it was Khalid. My fault. My it is Khalid. Khalid. It is Khalid. You're right. I was going to say. That. Khaled, Khalid. That's <laughs> right. Bro, I was with you, Reem. I be messing up artist's name all the time, but like, I still like their music, bro. Just like mm. Six Lack, Black, whatever his name is. Yeah. Okay, bro. As long as you listen to their music, as long, as long as you listen to their music and support him, bro, they don't give a fuck. Maybe they do, but yeah, me and D know somebody who says six lack with confidence, and we were like, nah, that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say Cardi or something. Nah, Cardi Cardi's been putting out a little bit here and there, but I, I don't need something from her right it's now. It's up and it's stuck, right? It, it, it's always it's up, up and it's stuck. And it's, it's always <laughs> up and it's always stuck. I right? got you a serious question right now. Whoa, don't so say that Reem, and look in my eyes when you say it. Don't say that. Don't who's don't a better do that. female artist. Cardi B or Meg? Don't do this Meg to me, Meg. 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 Meg
Yeah. Okay. Who you got, I, Ring? I just want to make got? sure we're on the same. You said Meg or Cardi? Who you yeah. got, Ring? It's definitely Meg. <laughs> Yo, Wop's on the same. I put his lips, bro. Wop is Meg's song, not Cardi's. Yeah. All right. If we're talking lyrics. And Cardi just, just has the more catchy verse. And flow. And just. No, I ain't going to say nothing. Does Cardi I plead write the her fifth. shit? <laughs> it's, it's probably Meg. It's Does probably Cardi write her shit? Couldn't tell you. Probably not. <laughs> well, Partisan Fontaine writes her shit. Who's with Meg? Mm. Oh. Um, I need to hear an album from J. Cole, man. What happened? We had the climb back. Yeah. And we had Lion King on ice. And then I got real hyped. He's rapping, rapping again. He went on his feature run in 2018 where he just murdered every feature he was on. Uh, so I thought he had the momentum. Revenge, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, the Dreamville project came out, which was dope. Then they released their deluxe. All his artists were dropping. So I figured he'd wait till they get their stuff popping and then he'd come back with his. So. It's been a minute. Again, like I said, I know we're in the pandemic. You can't tour, so it's hard to market and sell. People aren't buying stuff, but I, I would love to hear a Cole album mm. today, a new one. Um, and he got that of sneaker course, deal too, right? If, what did you say? I said he got that sneaker deal too, right? Yeah, the yeah, Puma cool. deal, yep. But of course, I also need a Kung Fu Kenny album. Yeah, I need Kendrick to drop also. Where are they, yes, bro? Are. What are they doing? They're chilling. They don't need to. They don't need to be in this mess, bro. They're already goaded. They've already proved what they needed to prove. So they're like, let the let the underlings sh- scrap and struggle right yeah. now when people can't really watch. But when we come back, wild, like him, like Drake too. When we come back, it's gonna be it's gonna be mm-hmm. different. It's gonna you be know gonna somebody who wants stuff. Kendrick's a dad now too, right? Yeah, he is. Mm. Isn't he? Yeah. Okay. You say Mook? I was saying another person I, I completely forgot about her, but until you mentioned Jay Cole, it made me think of it. Twenty One Savage. I'll listen for another album for his. Oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think he's very he's very underrated. Yeah, he's he's very talented. And he's mature. Every album he drops, he matures. Bro, he's matured that, so what, much, bro. Wait, yeah. didn't he? I thought he dropped something with um. What's his name? Morgan Metro Freeman Bowman? last year. He dropped uh, Morgan Freeman last year. Savage Mode Two. Yeah. Was that last year? 2020 last year, last year, last year. Any R&B artist? I need another album from Ty Dolla Sign, man. That shit was garbage. <laughs> you say it's garbage? Do another one. Do over. Yeah, do another one. Try do again. over. <laughs> but he's just Try a features again. dude. Like that, he just he's he's good on features, bro. He, he named his album featuring Ty Dolla Sign, and not one of them. <laughs> but that's his. Like that's his lane. Ty Dolla Sign. He song. just needs to be on somebody else's shit. No, he can do his own album. Mm. He just not. He, he, I prefer. I this is me. My opinion. I prefer for him to stay away from the party music, and like do more soulful ballads. Because mm. I think yeah. that's when he can really show off his unique voice. Um, Wait, you talking party or are you talking tie tie? Like away from party music, not party next. Party oh, music, okay, I like, got you, got you. Being what at a that? party music. What was mm-hmm. that album that he dropped when we was in Australia? That was um was like three TC. Well, the first time was LA. I thought that was a deep. That was a three TC. That was a good album. That was a great album. It's a classic album. That's what also on his most recent album too. I felt like he just had throwaways. Like he had like thirty something tracks on this. The most recent one he put out. Yeah, miss me with all that. (laughs) Um, A few hits on that. I could use a her album too. 
Yeah. I was just about to say her name. I haven't listened to the song with Chris Brown yet, but I, I got to. It's fire. It is? Yeah, it is. What about SZA? She got to drop, too. All of TDE could drop, and I'll be happy. <laughs> TDE's been chilling. <laughs> J-Rock released a great album. Uh, the one with Out of Sight, Out of Mind. Uh, mm. what's it? Redemption, I think it was called. I haven't heard from him since. But so Schoolboy, when's the last time Schoolboy yep. dropped? Yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, question for you. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. It's been a minute. Question for y'all though: SZA or Summer Walker? In terms of just who would you rather listen to? SZA. Uh, I, I, go I have to go Summer. Walker. I have to go Summer. I'll go SZA. Control that album. Control is crazy. <laughs> Summer Walker's last album was crazy too. That shit was. Summer's, Summer's album is also a classic, but yeah, it's something about Summer that just. Yeah, slightly she's just she's, 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 yeah, she's off she's, she's tapped yeah she's tapped and she's uh, like socially awkward too like even like her during her performances and stuff like that she's just like when um she showed me her um tiny that? desk that yes yeah she how, had like a like, little teddy bear bro <laughs> <laughs> a little comfort thing i'm like yo this yeah. is this shit's awkward <laughs> so do you think that nobody's dropping music because they can't then tour and make money off their music right now mm-hmm. damn is that a that's problem exactly with the industry? I think. I think that's a problem with the industry. Then, if you if 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 that makes it un if that makes you unable to to drop music and make money off your music, that's an issue. I feel like yeah, I think everybody's re releasing shit or putting out like two packs of throwaways right now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's, nobody's that's putting out nobody's putting like out new, you, new music. I thought I like thought that was like a problem too. with the industry for a while though. Like you, that's where you make. Yeah, artists only make their money touring. off of tours and merch. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like yeah. think about it, like, merch, then that's it. Shiz, could you imagine just Astro World without like actually experiencing the concert? How much different it would be? Like if we just know. heard the yeah. song, like it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> same thing, like imagine like Kanye, like my beautiful um um dark, dark fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, like imagine just that without the concert, like all the visuals and stuff like that. It was just you just listen to the album. The end a great do? album, but it's yeah. completely different. When you watch like the the runaway when he has the um the stage when he just plays the note and With everybody the knows yeah. exactly what the but yeah. everybody knows yeah. exactly what it is. Mm, that's true. Damn. Why don't they get into that pay per view bag? Like you just do like a live. Some show. people are man. I mean, that's why you saw people doing the the <laughs> Fortnite. You saw Travis Scott doing uh, a Fortnite yeah. deal and the McDonald's deals. Crazy. Like people started doing the the tiny desk concerts at home. You know, mm-hmm. people started doing the, the live stream, stream, streaming, live streaming concerts as well. Also, yep. also with that, have you seen um, some of these artists are getting into like, um, I mean, it's been happening for a little bit like Travis, but I just saw Young Thug was on the new Call of Duty Warzone. Warzone that you, that like commercial was fire, bro. I saw, I saw Young Thug. I saw Sway Lee. Yeah. Um, was in there. Sweet Gunna. was in there. So like you know, yeah, so like these too, artists are getting in fucking in oh. gaming now too, just yeah. to put themselves out there. Yep. Yeah. Anybody listen right. to Slime Season Two? Nah, I started no. heard it. I like. Oh it. yeah, you played that for me, right? Yeah, I like it. That song with Drake, I fuck with. Was it solid? Young Thug and Gunner usually don't miss. They don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> they don't miss. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that concludes our segment. Uh, what's in your Serato? Trev said half of the album is good. Hey man, that's that's <laughs> if you give me 22 songs and 10 songs are good, that's it's a good 22? album. Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah, you're right. A lot of songs. Ten songs are good? I don't know if I'd, I could go with that number. 31. 31? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they put he's out a lot. Crazy if he thinks, he's crazy if he thinks I'm listening to all that. Oh, this is the other artist I want to hear from. Like I want to hear bro. from Chris Brown because that's yeah, the only Chris artist I'll listen to 31 songs from. Ooh, definitely. Chris, but Chris even, put even out like, like Chris 50 Brown, an album. Low key, like, I would want Chris Brown to get to that point where it's just like he's not even putting out music like that. Like, he's just kind of like, okay, I'll give you a little song here and there. Like, the last album was cool, but like, still, like, 30. How many songs do you have on that last album? Yeah, 40, like 30. When he, well, yeah, when he put out that 40, how many were solid out of that 40? A lot were solid. You a think lot like more, more than 20? A lot were solid. A lot, <laughs> half, a lot were solid. Really? Indigo, Indigo was fire. Yeah. Oh, Indigo was fire, but no, but the yeah. other one that, um, oh, like, the, the Christmas one, like, moon Indigo on was yeah, 30, right? Bit, yeah. Oh, okay. In, yeah, Indigo originally was, wasn't that much, but the, the Deluxe had, had mad of them. But I'm talking the one before Indigo. Where it was yeah, like well before 40 or 50. Was, was a hefty pack. Yeah, like <laughs> that was tiring to listen to that whole shit. But I did. But like, that shit was tiring. No bullshit. Like, when when rappers put out albums, damn, this nigga's like, still going. Mad <laughs> like when rappers put out albums with like crazy amounts of songs, like low key starts making me not be a fan of them anymore. Like, bro, I'm not listening to all this shit. Like, yeah, there's something about it, bro. It's just like it just feels like they're just throwing like mad stuff away. Kind of like how, how much can you really do all the time? Future. Drake doesn't put out a. 50. Drake gave us a care package, and it was all songs that we've heard in the past. But that's a care package. No, that's that's all songs we've heard in the past. Yeah, yeah. That's it's not, not dropping was, a new album and putting thirty songs on a new album. Like, he made the care, the care package was a fucking album. He made that. No, shit it wasn't. It. So that no, wasn't. he put on Apple Music. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, he just put it on streaming platforms so you can so you can go to Tap and download it. Right. Or Bear Share and download it. Yeah, but that's not like he's dated myself with Bear Share or LimeWire. Yeah, you get all the fucking things wire. Get all those viruses and shit. Hot new hip hop. Have all the Japanese viruses on my computer. Hot new hip hop is my shit, bro. Or 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 what was it? Gap hip hop. My dad be like, "Yo, why did the computer work it today?" Be like, "Why? I don't know." I didn't hear. I didn't hear no ceiling drop, but you know, I have no reason why. Hard reset that shit. I'll clear your history and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh <man>. Trev. <laughs> Trev said he used to get the porn for the low low on LineWire. <laughs> LineWire had everything, bro. <laughs> Nothing new. Bro, LineWire was the Wild West, bro. You could do whatever Yo, over there. For real. Yeah. It was LimeWire. that Pirate. Remember Pirate Bay? Oh, now yeah. you're getting nasty now. That shit is. I'm about to gross. say, Limewire probably had some shady shit on there too, now that I think about it. Yo, Pirate Bay was probably the black market for like any anything you anything possibly out there was on Pirate Bay. Oh, shit, we were we was low key on the black uh, on the dark web before that shit was right. Crazy. That's what I'm saying, with yo. Lime like the, the stuff that we probably browsed through or browsed over is probably some crazy ass. Yeah, shit. Some nasty <laughs> ass people out scroll there. Scroll past bro. the the weapons deal, like the right. Uzis to right. go get. To go see some titties. Like, damn, bro. Yeah. That was a different time, bro. That was a really a different Yo, time. It's crazy. It didn't get much for Trev to click download, huh? <laughs> when you thought you were downloading an album and it was just something else, it was like a meat swirl. Y'all remember meat swirl? Bro, it was really like playing uh, Russian roulette on the it internet. Really was. Yeah, you never <laughs> knew. Getting a virus like, on you, you, had, you had to trust like, the certain endings of it. Like You kind of knew what, what was okay, what was okay to download, but yeah. like, it was always a risk. 
It was always a risk. It was always a hit or miss. We might have that that is off the rip talking. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about the dark. That is how Soldier Boy came up, Trev. Was it LimeWire? Yeah, he spammed it. So when you went to go look at a certain song, it would only go to uh, Soldier Boy. Yo, Soldier Boy, he's really one of the most like <laughs> creative, <laughs> influential dudes in music. For real. We gotta give him his flowers, bro. No bullshit. Yeah, we do. He needs to shine, bro. He really does. He fucked up the industry. Bro, bro nobody was on things. YouTube before Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that concludes he's on section. TikTok, right? That concludes that section. <laughs> I got me some bathing names. <laughs> crank that Batman. Yeah, crank that. If I had to fucking crank that after that. Hey, soldier boy, can you? Yeah, bitch, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, that song yeah, is a bro, classic, was bro. Fire, bro. Yo, there's white boys oh, on TikTok trying to steal bro. that dance. Bro, studio. kiss me, kiss me through the phone, bro. Kiss me what? Through, yeah, that's a classic, bro. Oh yo, man, I might to all soldier boy tomorrow. Tomorrow might be my wait, soldier wait. boy appreciation. Who called day? the number though? Ooh. Everybody called it. I called Mike Jones shit. Oh, turn my swag oh, on, turn my definitely, swag on, bro. bro what? Bro, yeah. Turn my swag on made it into Yo. a Beyonce song. <laughs> yeah, Kerry Hilson did a version of it too. Who? Kerry Hilson. She was on a remix. Uh, oh, I thought Rashad was being petty when he said who. <laughs> uh, I was low key. I was. <laughs> Yo, that's a blast. We can acknowledge past, her, bro. <laughs> Honestly, after Serge Ibaka stopped fucking with her, it was a wrap. We never seen her again. Was <laughs> she with Amari too? Damn. Oh, oh that's what we need too. to talk about. That's what we need to talk about, guys. What's that? We what? can save it for another time. But when KD disrespected Russ. Oh, it did happen. Yeah. I was thinking about that today, too. And I was like, should we talk about like, nah, I don't know if it was a big enough topic to talk about. So but that shit was like, hella Accountability. I generally think he didn't mean to do nah, it. Nah, bro. He meant it says, it says a lot. Said you don't forget Russ, bro. Sergio no, Baca, you do because he pisses him off. and OKC. No, it was like okay, a so moment of... about OKC, he said James Harden. Like, the first person that should come to your mind when you say James Yo. Harden is Russ right after. Yeah, he went bro, Kyrie bro, James. You say Serge Ibaka, you Steph. might as well just say Nick Collison or whatever that nigga's name is. No, it yeah. said a lot, but I think that he was being genuine. So I'm not going to knock him being genuine. Kevin Ollie. <laughs> All right, I see what you're saying, D. Like he's kind of blocked out Russ from his mind. Yeah, that that yeah. still is dis- it's still that's disrespectful. Disrespectful, bro. The nigga yes. played like 18 All Star games with him. Like his his intention is not to be disrespectful. Yo, it's bro. true. It's true. We all know it to be true. So yeah, like we do. Yeah. Do you want him to sit there and lie? No, nah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're definitely right. Mm. Like he also yeah, that's, he like, that's like, one of those things. Yo, you know what? What got me? He said, "Oh shit, I'm bugging." Because like, he knows what's gonna happen. He knows the backlash yeah, that's gonna happen. Well, yeah. that's yeah, one of those things of, he can't win. He thought of like, Surge before of Draymond Green, bro. Like I think he thought about people he, he was friends with, bro. At the like, mm. people he gets along with, not like best players. Gotcha. He was doing. If he that's did the case, he could have said Quinn like, Cook two weeks ago, bro. Could <laughs> have said Quinn Cook, my nigga. They both yeah, grew up in the DMV. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Beasley, like the fuck. I can't stay comfortable comments. All right. Well, in uh, other news, as many people probably know, we had the recent uh, ruling and conviction of, of Derek Chauvin um, in the George Floyd murder trial. And so with that came a lot of comments from a lot of different people. One of the more notable comments being from Hall of Famer Brett Favre, uh, who was quoted saying, I find it hard to believe and I'm not defending Derek Chauvin in any way. I find it hard to believe, first of all, that he intentionally meant to kill George Floyd. So this came out sometime last week. And in response to that, Steve Smith, 
one of the goats, one of the greatest ever to do it. You know, we know Steve Smith's uh, loud, you know, outspoken behavior. He yeah, came not out just on, on the field, but off the field. He's like hundred percent, hundred percent, go on and off the field. Yeah. He came out uh, recently in, in a podcast, I believe, and said, I have so much respect for the career you had, Hall of Fame, awards, etc. However, on this subject, yo, Mr. Favre, shut the fuck up. Respectfully, real talk. <laughs> Privilege ass. Respectfully. Respectfully. Well said. Respectfully. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with him. <laughs> I can, yeah, well, well said. And uh, thank you for speaking up. Uh, Brett Favre, it's not the time. No one wants to hear from you on that. Right. Um, I know you're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. Everybody, we're in the age. Everybody gives their take on everything at every second. Everybody has a platform where you can tweet out and put on Facebook status or whatever. But now is not the fucking time, mm-hmm. right? You can yeah. have that debate later. Right. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta read the room. <laughs> exactly. In, in this situation, like D said, shut the fuck up. Because it there's a difference between intent and impact, right? Whether the motherfucker intentionally did it or not, he kneeled on a, a, a man's neck for several minutes. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> While people are telling him to stop and telling people him are to screaming stop. Yeah. that he can't breathe, and when the person screaming, he can't breathe. Yeah, it's not like that he was trying to kill him per se, but he was like, I don't care about his well being. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just doing like what I feel like doing. Well, right. and that's the thing. That's the argument everybody's trying to use, right? Is like Brett Pitt, he Brett picked that word intentionally because that has a lot of meaning to it, right? Like, did he intentionally try to kill him? Like that, I I guess you could debate that, but I mean, I probably would say no. But did he kill him? Yes. Yeah. Did, so like he cared about it? No. Like, did I intentionally get in this car accident and kill three people? No. But like, yeah, I, no, but, it, but it happens. It happens. Besides, right. besides. People who are premeditating, and I think that's the word premeditated. Yep. Right. How many people go into a situation saying, "Yo, I'm gonna kill this person"? Right. Right. Like, did he wake up saying that? No. But did it happen? Yes. Does he need to be held accountable? Yes, he does. So, yep. you know, and, and yep. that's the argument. Like, I, I, I can try to understand where Brett's coming from, but like Shiz, you just said, read the room, understand that that one, that's not what people want to hear right now. First of all, but mm-hmm. two, like that, that's kind of like. I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of like a false, it's not a false narrative, but like it's a misleading argument, you know, to a say something like that. A fault, thank you. Yeah. It's like you're right when he when he says that, or you could argue that he's right, but like that's not the point, right? Yeah, the point is not whether he intentionally man. killed him. The point is if somebody dies at the hands of the police and we feel like there's something else that could have been done, can that police officer still be held accountable? That's mm. the issue, right? Is right. because people are gonna die. Every single day, some by the police, some by, you know, civilians, whatever. But it's the accountability that's the issue. And that's what people aren't getting. So by Brett Favre making this comment, he's taking it away from the fact that we just want accountability. We just want people to be held accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say, you know, oh, this is not a bad person. or I don't want to put words in He's trying to say that he didn't do it intentionally. But that's not the point. That's not what we're trying to say. We're trying to say this is what happens. And many people testified and said that he could have done something differently and that's why he was ruled guilty on three different charges you know is 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 kind of a it, it's a poor it's a poor quote from Brett Favre but I do get what he's trying to say but like you said just read the room it yeah and fuck I'll Brett Favre <laughs> good <laughs> shit bro <laughs> yeah respectfully yeah, respectfully yeah, respectfully yeah, right respectfully but disrespectfully I don't care you shouldn't have been talking about it anyways fuck you Mm. That's how yeah. I feel. <laughs> this is how I feel. I would love to see like how that was brought up 
uh, like the context around that Fives comment. Yeah, I, mm, I have to look. Yeah. I would really have to look at it, but yeah, it's just not a good book. Yeah, well said, brother. I mean, it it kind of gets into like something else. I don't know if you guys have seen it much, but there's been kind of conversation about uh, again, like about accountability for police. And one topic that seems to be having some conversations, this idea of like they equivalent to like a uh, malpractice insurance, but like, you know, insurance for, um, you know, doing your job wrong, pretty much, right? Like doctors have malpractice. If they mess up in a surgery or something, they can be sued, they can be liable. So people are trying to say that police should have some liability or some accountability if they, if they make a mistake. How, um, how would paying into something, like, I feel like if I'm like a, a cop, I'm like, oh, word, I'm about to just let these shots fly because I got insurance. Bah, 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 bah. Like, oh, that's, <laughs> now that's true, but I think, like, I think the I insurance, insurance industry would fuck up the, the police union Right. I think that's what they're they're trying to do, Reem. I think that's the idea the wedge between the police union and just having the yeah, backing a of third the third body union. outside governing body. Right. Because yeah. the police union, I'm going to simplify a lot right here. So I apologize for that. But the police union covers a lot of errors or mistakes that happen while the police are on the job. And like nobody's debating police have a difficult job. They have to make a lot of quick decisions. But a lot of what they do get covered by the fact that the unions have made these deals with cities that say if this happens, then, you know, the police will not be held accountable. They, they don't have liability. So I think part of the idea of the insurance is that they would have some more responsibility for their actions as opposed to the current system. I got a question. What, what's, the, what's the fucking point of having internal affairs if you have a police union? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the point of right? All these motherfuckers are working with each other. That shit's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. It it's like it's the checks and balances system. It's like it's it's like our judicial system and everything, right? Everything's supposed to have checks and balances, but I think a lot of people would say that stuff doesn't always work and it's been proven not to always work. You know, you put responsibility in somebody to be able to check this well, person. And it if, works for somebody, it doesn't work for us. It, it, that's a very good point. True. That's good true. Point. It, somebody's made it work for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't, I don't know enough about it to really say whether it would work, but if it gets to the point of accountability, which is kind of what I would like to see more of, then it's at least something to, to discuss, to entertain. Man, I mean, I know we didn't want to really get into it, but I, like, I didn't even, I didn't even take into account you know, last week when I was just like, protect your energy and mental health, I felt like as soon as I said that, we just got bombarded with even more stories yeah. bro, and stuff. And I'm just like, man, this is draining and taxing. So it's just draining. again, did anybody get that message? Take care did, of yourselves. Did you guys think that the verdict was going to go the other way? I thought I thought he was going to get a like a not guilty plea, to be honest with you. Now, I was watching him. They threw them not throw him under the bus, but they were not doing him. They were not pulling their punches when the uh, in the trial with the lawyer. Yeah. The all the people that they had on the stand, they were pretty much like, no, we don't do that training. Yeah. Nobody teaches that. We don't know why he did that. Like they were being very deliberate with their answers. So I was like, I I very much think this is going to come out the way it should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just got triggered because they had the barriers and stuff up outside the courthouse before the verdict. And then it was, you know, the verdict's going to come out at 4.30. Then I got pushed back. And I think I was with you, D. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, <clears throat> if this shit goes the other way, city's about to go crazy, man. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. No, I mean, it says something that they were able to come to this verdict, but then like the, now the conversation is um, the sentencing, right? Like what is, what is he going to get for sentencing? And, and that's tough. Like, I think people have an idea of what they'd like to see, but like when you start to, you know, say this person deserves this, or deserves that, then like you kind of leave yourself up to be disappointed or let down if it doesn't happen exactly how you would like it to be. The fact that he was uh, declared guilty is a really good start, but it shouldn't be the end all be all, but people shouldn't also rely too much on then what happens with the sentencing. It should just be like a building point for accountability, you know, going forward. Yeah. Whatever happened to that cop who uh, pulled her gun out or she thought she pulled out her um, taser taser. Did she get a manslaughter? I uh, okay. I tell I'm you, I have not been following these things on yeah. purpose. I have not been following mm. these stories on yeah. purpose. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know. I know she resigns, and I know she was indicted or charged. One of the two. Mm. But yeah, I haven't really heard much about it either. But, yeah, like he said, it's important to take care of your mental. This stuff, like this stuff, really is traumatizing to see it over and over and over again. The videos, most of the time, you can see the videos on Instagram, which is yeah. like they have like the uh, what is it? This is sensitive content, so you kind of have to like click it to unlock it. But um, you you can see this stuff pretty pretty easily. So, you know, as you said, the you know people need to take care of their mentals, need to take care of themselves, need a break from social media. Like you you got to do it. You got to take care of yourself before anybody else, man. D, you out there in Virginia, man? I just saw some dude got shot six times, man. Cops out here just letting that shit fly, man. Especially out there. Yeah, man, it just makes you think about the all the trauma that we do see on TV. Um, <clears throat> we probably could have mentioned this before. We talk about Amazon Prime, but that show them. I've been hearing everybody say like, "Yo, why was the show even made?" Mm. Um, yeah, because, it, because it's just I watched trigger the, after trigger, trauma after yeah. trauma, and also it seems like it's ripping off of Jordan uh, Peele previous establishments. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, um, us and whatnot in uh, Lovecraft Country. No, I feel mm-hmm. like <clears throat> I've heard people like um, like mention that, and then but at the same time, I'm thinking like, all right, whenever I see uh, like other content like that's like for white people, it'd be like the same stuff, but it just never be black people. It's just interesting how the economy is like, oh damn, this is scary, but this should really be happening to black people mm-hmm. versus like white people like, oh damn, that's scary. Oh, oh no, we're gonna cut them like. Like it, it just like hits harder home if you make something for black people and it's like of that genre. Like you're like, damn, well, this shit kind of hit home. But um, that, I do hear about like the like the trauma porn kind of type shit too. That's such a good point, Trev. Do you think that's because people like because when you see something like the show them or you see like shows about black people going through trauma, you think people feel guilty because they know black people really go through stuff like this on the daily still? Mm. Honestly, I probably don't. I don't. I feel like if anything, it just helps them open their eyes to like it. But I can imagine also seeing them not even making the connection fully. They're just being like, oh, yeah, this is scary shit with black people. Oh, no. Right. Like, uh, I don't know. For me, like, um, what was the first one um, he did? Was it Get Get Out? Out? Yeah. Yeah. That was like, I'll be honest, that was very eye-opening for me because like I had never really thought about interracial relationships like that even though I had been in, in multiple at that point, but like the, the conversations that that movie created afterwards really was something that like, 
I don't know, like that, that very much stood out to me. That very much made me think a lot more about how people, you know, look at relationships in general. Mm. Um, and I know like, you know, that one's kind of like, I think it's, it, I feel like people give it a lot of respect, a lot of like credit for, for what it was able to do, the conversations and thoughts it was able to provoke. But at the same time, like you could definitely argue that was something that was probably very traumatic for people because people had to deal with maybe not something to, to that extent. But, yeah. you know, to like meeting your significant other and them not liking you and, you know, like reliving those feelings and thinking about that shit. Yo, I went to go see that movie with Rashawn. Actually. I was getting I ready remember, to see. I was getting ready I to see that. Being able, me, because Rashawn was there with one of his exes. It was an ex, an everybody. Ex, yes. yes, an ex. An ex of his. Specify. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we was at Get Out, and I remember watching this stuff so happy because it was cathartic for me. Like, yo, someone mm-hmm. finally is getting it from my standpoint, yeah, from my point of view. And so I was laughing out loud at some of the points. And I could see Rashawn have to sit there and have to stifle his reaction. See, I was going to say <laughs> that. I stifle was, his laughter, stifle was, his, his yeah. uh, visceral responses mm-hmm. because of, of his white girlfriend there. Being there. because Yeah. Some of those <laughs> it explains why we're not together anymore, but <laughs> some of those situations was going over our head and I'm like, oh, shit, like this shit is hilarious. And then you got D <laughs> in the same row laughing his ass off. And I'm like, fuck, I want to laugh. But also so I was just like I felt like I was in between a rock and a hard place. I'm like, I just I want to I want to experience this. And I think we ended up seeing it a second time, too, because I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have to get this shit out. This shit's funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the difference though yeah. between those. Or at least I could point at uh, Jordan Peele's movies. I could point at Lovecraft Country and say, even though they're showing black trauma, it's the 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 characters are heroes. Like yeah. they're put in the position of a protagonist. Mm-hmm. And like we're seeing them uh move past all those obstacles and move or move past all that racism or whatever. And, and and succeed and achieve, uh, yeah. with them. From what I saw, it just looks like yeah, they just first, getting yeah messed up the whole movie, just victimized the whole time, victimized the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that might be what the issue is with with watching yeah. that as first, well. First mm-hmm. episode was was tough to watch. It was scary, but them moving into this other this all white community and seeing shit like people just going out of their way to intentionally do shit, which we all know that shit happened. Anyways, but I'm, I can't I can't sit through this. Yeah, this see, that, that's what's crazy. Like even when we're talking about the um, that well, the Get Out movie, like the overall premise is mad mundane and normal for a black dude who's been in an interracial like of just like the fear mm. of like meeting the family. Like that's mad normal. Like that's yeah. not like it was like yo, damn, he really came up with that idea. Like not nah, like that. That's normal. He just you know obviously fleshed out a whole story, but like it wasn't that groundbreaking in terms of like niggas be scared to meet their white the white counterparts of their family like that that's scary yeah. um and then so like with this them i have i haven't seen it yet i do want to check it out moving into an all-white neighborhood that's just scary you don't know how people are gonna react like <laughs> anything could happen so like it's crazy that people you know people are like, oh it's porn you know they're making it so like bad it's traumatic but like yo it's a mad normal point and yeah. every and like any black person can connect like oh damn like that's scary like that's a horror movie right there you know especially you during that yeah especially during that time period too yeah like it's real. so deeply rooted into you know white folks are going to be on that bullshit bro that's that's such a good point trev because like you think about how 
you know, like interracial relationships, like meeting your significant other, that's like a normal thing, but like, that's a stressful thing. Moving into a neighborhood that's new and being a person of color and moving into a predominantly white neighborhood, that's stressful. But like most people probably wouldn't even think about that Mm -hmm. as like a stressful, or I should say maybe most people of color don't even think about it like that because people are so used to that. You know, like you're used to kind of having to deal with that, that level of stress and being judged and looked at in a certain way that we just like, that's just normal stress for us, you know? But to have these like, the, the the imagery go along with these stories that, like it adds another level to it to where people can acknowledge like oh yeah i do get stressed out about that like i was really stressed to meet you know uh you know my interracial girlfriends you know family i was really stressed to move into this new neighborhood where a lot of people didn't look like me like it, it mm-hmm. brings attention to it um and i feel like a lot of people like people of color kind of have to to ignore that like they can't be open about that whether it's because people don't want to hear it or they're not even aware to it. But like it, I, I think there, there is something to be said about like the amount of content that's uh, going around with stuff like that. You know, it, it creates something. Yeah. I definitely got yeah. That so for, mm-hmm. for example, the, I forget what it's called, but the movie on Netflix, again, talk about Netflix originals uh, with Anthony Mackie and uh, Damson Idris um, where Anthony Mackie's a robot. Oh, I see that. Um, that movie is just a movie about a soldier trying to save the world with the robot. Like it's not about the black experience. It's not about black trauma, but here we, again, we have a black hero and a black two black leads. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is also cool for representation where I could just see this versus I don't have to see him going through, Oh, what's it like being a black man in the army? You know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. but both, I think both are very important to have both, both sides of the spectrum are very important to have. It's just, execution and mm-hmm. um you know who, who am i to say who can like who am i to say like what art or what's a lot of what's not because art imitates life life imitates art so as Travis saying those are very real situations that people are going through if someone's expressing that through through the medium of tv shows or film then let them express that um, again mm-hmm. it's up to our it's up to the consumers to be able to watch it or not watch it and we deem whether we want to do that or not so i can't knock anybody for making it you know, mm. and Lena Waif, Lena Waif is the one who who wrote uh, them. Mm. She also did Queen and Slim. She did that. With yeah, Queen that and had Slim. a fucked that up ending too. No, what was that, Trev? I said, I just said that shit was tight. Queen and Slim. Yeah, mm. I never saw that. Like once Damn. again, like yo, yo, just something so like uh, a mundane traffic stop led to all that shit. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, the traffic stop uh, movies are. I've seen a lot of those on TikTok actually recently. Like people will uh, like their live reactions to uh, I'm assuming some kind of like Netflix or some series where, you know, they have uh, these traffic stops with racial identities involved. And like, that's been a popular thing for people to kind of react to lately. And I see a lot of different shows like kind of going to that, that kind of storyline. Word. No, no idea how we got to here, but. That was off the rip. That was great. Off the rip content, bro. Off the rip. That's good stuff.